0: TikTok get to the TikTok get stop to the to the
1: TikTok get get and Tuli. And we are rant much. rant much. Awesome. So, hey, guys, we hope you are doing so well and have listened to the last five episodes. But one funny thing about this episode is we're probably going to hit on all five of those episodes. So <laughs> if you did miss them, maybe you should start with this one and then work your way back. But before we start anything, Tuli, how are you today? I am good. I had... Um...
0: I've been looking forward to recording all day it is Monday I had I didn't have the worst Monday I can't lie Um, Mm -hmm. but I had a long Monday I had a tedious Monday Um, my Monday was a tiny bit overwhelming Um, and I just kept thinking about like oh I can't wait to be behind this mic I can't wait to see Naya's face and for us to just rant I was so excited and then as I'm setting up to record, we're literally 33 minutes late because my internet and my Wi-Fi was doing mawaza. Like I didn't understand what was (laughs) happening. So every device in this house is connected to the Wi-Fi. But for some reason, my laptop was like, nah like what's that (laughs) what's what's wi-fi i don't know what that is i'm not Not gonna recognize that so for 33 minutes i was figuring out how to flip and connect this laptop to the wi-fi but you know what here we are i'm here now and that's all that matters um i've been looking forward to this i don't know if it's because. This is our little recap episode slash mixed bag episode slash listener's choice slash
1: the real rant session. No bro, this is what this sounds like when we're just voice memoing back and forth. Exactly. Exciting to hear you guys to have you guys listen to our crazy. Like this is just us at this point. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if it's that
0: that's got me excited or just like the fact that I love doing this podcast and it just makes me feel alive so you know when here I am and I'm excited how are you how was your Monday Uh, by the way Mm -hmm. can we take a moment to talk about the fact that you're in a new surrounding your lighting (laughs) your lighting is popping right now I wish you guys could see what I see but I mean tell us about the developments in your life Naya you're you're not where you were last week and
1: we need to understand where you are Mm So, <laughs> as Tilly so eloquently put it, I am in my own space. Oh my gosh! Oh I, my god! I have an apartment now, guys! I'm so excited about it. Um, and I'm so glad that this is this has happened. So, I mean, it's weird. I'm, I don't know. I've been telling myself, I'm like, every time you feel bad about yourself or like anything going wrong lately, just remember, you're 22 with your own place and your own Ooh. car. You're Ooh. killing it. You're killing Ooh. it. In case you didn't know. You, are that, killing it. Okay, you are that bitch. it. Okay, you're that bitch. Okay. No, you, you
0: are that bitch you really are on so period. many levels period i don't even want to lie to you okay i'm so <laughs> proud of you i'm so happy for you but also so jelly okay would love to
1: be in my own space but you know what it's okay hey we, we are it, speaking it it's into exploding. existence by the end of 2021 that both of us will be in new lighting okay we will Absolutely. be in new lighting
0: but you know what like i was saying to you a few weeks ago for some reason since my 25th birthday which was in december yeah. i've had september on my heart for the longest time i'm like yeah. By September, I will have moved out. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about September. I don't think September is just the number on my heart. So I'm going to share that with you guys. And I'm going to manifest. No jokes. I don't like the idea of
1: manifesting. Um, Manifesting is so real, though. I'm a big manifestation of people. Yeah, you're a chakra hun. You're,
0: You're a chakra hun. I'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a spirit hun okay i'm <laughs> yes. a by the by the spirit by the spirit of jesus christ you know i am that hun <laughs> yes. yeah but yes. the spirit rested in me so i'm gonna pray about september and i'm gonna share that with you guys and commit that to you know speaking things that aren't as if they are let me say it like that yes. as opposed yes. to
1: manifesting um, yes but anyways i interrupted you how are you doing how is your i day? am you're good dude that was cool to even admit Oh, like like two people that's so great um but no I am <laughs> okay I'm gonna be honest I am doing okay I'm learning that I have to be honest mm-hmm. about where I am not everything is bad but not everything is good right so like I am really excited mm-hmm. about the fact that I saw my best friends this weekend like I haven't seen either one of them oh. in a long time and I missed them so much And I also can acknowledge that like, that was the most fun I've had in a long time in a lot of different ways. Like I love being around any of my friends. They Uh all bring out very different things to me. Um, And then on the flip side of that, I was just like, I am so unhappy in a whole nother way in like a whole Mm -hmm. nother emotionally raw, rough way. I have a lot of pain that has been locked away. And I think quarantine has unlocked the vault And anybody who knows me knows I'm a very sensitive person. I try to be all hard and tough, but if you really know me, you know that I'm a very sensitive, overthinking planner, type A personality. So I will repeat the things that people say to me about me or other things on repeat on replay. That's just an example of how extreme it can be, right? Um, but what I'm learning is a lot of the things I had locked away in my emotional mental memory vault have started to woke it up since quarantine and now what usually was a real pimp mentality real pimps don't cry this dog <laughs> is out here balling every other day and yeah, I would really like in the it. club you cry in, in the club y'all like and I really would like it to stop but I think these are years years of emotions that I haven't dealt with that I've lied mm. to myself about that I've lied to other people about um and even to the point of like just not even wanting to acknowledge it and the thing about pain is like just because you don't acknowledge it doesn't mean it isn't there it just means you're not acknowledging it. So sorry. Like you're just not, just because you're not acknowledging it doesn't mean that other people won't feel it. It doesn't mean that other people won't see it or, you know, want, want to deal with it with you um, type thing. But that's mm-hmm. just where I'm at. So it's just a very un, unfun growth chapter. But me and my friends are yeah. talking about it this weekend. It's like, this chapter is going to be lonely for us. Like this chapter is oh. meant to turn you into the person you are bound to be. Um, yeah and that's pretty exciting but can we also like
0: can we also like talk about how I'm so over the narrative of romanticizing growth growth is uncomfortable guys like growth is so uncomfortable and it's painful and it's just all the things under the sun that don't give you good emotions and I think like we really have romanticized this idea of like growth and this is the time of your life where you will become the woman you're supposed to be yeah great as that sounds
1: It's not fun, okay? Okay. It's
0: not fun to go through. It's not fun to walk through that thing. And so I would really just want to encourage everybody who's listening, who's really going through a very weird growth moment in their lives and you feel like crying every day and you feel like not getting out of bed every day and you feel like, man, what am I even doing here? Why am I even trying? Why am I even, you know waking up in the morning where am I going and what is all of this for I just really want to encourage you that you are not alone sis
1: okay literally you literally hear us talking about it you are nowhere near alone. alone and also your feelings are valid I was just telling a mm. friend this I was like you're I don't want to try and make things go away I've learned that about myself I am a fixer mm. and even when I feel sad I start to go into this this zone of like okay how can I fix the problem but I also know. Sometimes I don't even want to fix my own crap. The reason why I'm complaining to someone else is because I don't want to fix it right now. I know how to fix my crap, but I don't want to do that right now. So you need to allow that same grace to yourself Mm. and to others of just being like, okay, your feelings are valid. This is real. If you feel it, that means it's real. Now, why you feel it might be a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother introspection moment of like, okay, how do I break apart these things I've been telling myself? And for me, that's journaling. For me, it's it's having a personal mm-hmm. conversation with myself. Um, meditation is good for calming me down and getting me in like comfortable and calm. But journaling is the way that I actually communicate with myself. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned with journaling is like, I, am, I, I have a rule. I have to be bluntly honest with myself about where I am at all points in time. If I lie to anyone else, cool, but you cannot lie to yourself because everyone else mm-hmm. can see it. But that makes me feel worse if I don't see it, but you all do. Um, Yeah. So I think for me, it's more so the fact of acknowledging the feeling, recognizing why you have the feeling, and then trying to move forward after you've acknowledged the feeling. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay to be emotional and not feel your best and have low self-esteem on a few days, you know, but then if that becomes a pattern, you got to start looking at like, okay, why do I constantly feel like I'm not good enough? Why do I feel like something's wrong with me? All those different things and just kind of tear them apart thing by thing. And that is what we talk about when we say like do the work like that is the uncomfortable mm. work and I would say that the second part of that is changing your habits so that it aligns with what you now say you want if that's no mm. longer what you want you decide that that is no longer in your prerogative of what you want anymore you now have to make changes according to that that are in line with those new decisions that you made in your life
0: yeah and you and cannot that's go the work okay
1: yeah, That's, that's the, work. the
0: work, that's the work, the revelations and the journaling and the, oh, I just have this really huge reflection about myself. That's the easy part of it. That is step it's one. like applying the revelation and applying, applying the magic of the moments of like, oh, you know, I realized this thing about myself, applying that and changing your, your, your habits and your patterns to accommodate those realizations and those, you know, reflections. That's the work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the work but you know that that was a very long uh check-in but there, there you have it you check <laughs> there you have
1: in. it this is this is our first part of any voicemail how you doing what's going on yeah, that tells yeah this is five just minutes minutes how i'm feeling this up. is just how i'm feeling right now um <laughs> all
0: right so if you guys follow us on our social media which you should be immediately uh,
1: like right now as you're listening like, go ahead and follow
0: <laughs> yes, rant much underscore podcast on Instagram. That's basically where we talk to you guys.
1: Yeah.
0: And a couple of days ago, we put up a post asking you guys what you want us to talk about in today's episode. So, you know every single episode where we say, you know, we'll say something and then we'll say, you know, but that's for another episode. This right here is that episode. Yeah. This is really where we're going to be able to rant and really be able to say things maybe that we didn't have the time to say in another episode. Or just touch on things that you guys want to hear about us. And uh, Naya over here has it open. So she's going to let us know what some of our amazing listeners and families and Rant Much communities. I think we need a name for our Rant Much community. Uh, we the need ranters. a name. Like we, the the okay, Ranters. Okay. Now I want to see. Let's see and hear what the Ranters want us to talk about tonight, Naya. What okay, do they say? So,
1: what are they saying? First up, old trends that you hated and or loved slash want to come back. Oh,
0: (laughs) there are so many though. So many. Um, Do you know what I was thinking the other day? I was like, I cannot wait. This is not a trend, but I guess a huge part of my childhood was um, renting or hiring DVDs and having like family movie nights, you know, like on DVD. That was a huge part. Like we had a membership at a DVD hire shop. And we took yeah. that thing very seriously, right? Everyone in the house could only get one movie. Yeah, yeah, and same, for some same. time, exactly. And for some time in my life, me and my brother had to pick one together. We had to decide on one. Then I got older and I was like, I can't watch what he's watching. I cannot wait for DVDs to come back because they will come back. Like everything has in the world. Well, when, It's going to be so cool to collect DVDs and CDs. I come from that kind of home. My dad has like, probably over a thousand cds just Mm -hmm. sitting all over the house in all of our storage compartments i grew up like cleaning my dad's cds making Mm -hmm. sure the cds are in the right cases like we're that kind of family like we don't play like bluetooth music in the car we play cds okay and for the longest time we play dvds and i miss that i miss that so so much
1: No, I agree. I think our family, we actually still do that. We do uh, DVDs for Christmas. So in America, Christmas is a really big deal. And so my mom has a lot of traditions that she's kind of upheld and like learned from my aunts and um, her older siblings. And so one of them is the fact that you get like three DVDs of like the movies that you've watched all year. And you were like, oh my gosh, I have to have this movie. And so she has us compile like our top like five maybe of like movies that we absolutely needed and because this is a tradition at this point we all have grown up with the fact that we just put it in our notes in our phone after we see a movie and we really like it we're like I need this movie um and then we wait until Christmas and we ask for it (laughs) um so so and and Walmart actually has a deal on their DVDs on like Black Friday and my mom always goes and if she doesn't go to Walmart or doesn't do Black Friday for anything it's the DVDs and our pajamas so we get Christmas pajamas too that's another tradition that we have we A ton of traditions but that's definitely the two biggest ones are our christmas pajamas and our christmas dvds um what is an old trend for me i feel like i don't even know if my stuff are trends either like i really feel like it's <laughs> things that i just wish would come back from my childhood i miss old disney like i just Ooh. miss really old disney and i have a disney plus membership so i now can watch it but i just felt like they actually could act and there were good plots Okay, there were genuinely need, good parts.
0: I need Disney Plus, first of all, because literally Disney was my freaking life. Remember yes. when they used to do the sing-along episodes? I don't know if you guys got the
1: both.
0: <gasps> yes! They had those Saturdays where you had sing-alongs like Saturday mornings and like you could finally like,
1: you know, get all the lyrics down. Yeah.
0: That was how I learned musical. half of the
1: soundtrack, literally half of the soundtrack of high school musical. Y'all. Okay. This is dating me really, really <laughs> badly. <laughs> I have to say, um, however, speaking of the whole idea of DVDs, do you remember cassette tapes? Yes. Like yes. cassettes, like you put them in the TV, right? Yes, and you would yes. rewind them back. I had recorded Camp rock I think on one of those cassettes because I did not want to lose it. This was before DVR, people. So like, and my family didn't believe in cable. My mother didn't believe in us watching TV for real for real. So that's a whole nother story. But in this case, I had Camp Rock on there. No, it was High School Musical 2. High School Musical too because they were at the they're at the pool house they have the whole summer thing going on it's summertime summertime that whole thing of the summer summer summer, summer, the whole thing the whole (laughs) nine yards y'all I knew all the choreography don't get me started okay because I will be gabriella if it's not the last thing I do okay Uh, I adored that movie but right before it SOS by the Jonas Brothers dropped. And oh my-, mm, oh my word, this is the so West the one yes! second yes! guess. It was the debut, <laughs> and Nick was so nasally, y'all. Okay, here's the thing: I Tuli and I actually grew up in white schools, and so yeah. all I grew up around was like white people. So I'm just letting you know right now when you're when you're listening, to, like Naya what the heck? Why weren't you? Li-? Don't ask me. I wasn't allowed to listen to FM radio, but I could listen to Disney radio, and so the Jonas Brothers were my first husbands. I will openly admit that. Okay, Nick. Nick, oh baby, Nick still to this day, I'm still sick that he married a woman of color and it wasn't me. And but it wasn't you. It wasn't me. It wasn't you, it's how okay. dare he? It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be, but it's okay. When he meets me, he's still gonna be like, dang, I should've got with her. It's okay I should've, Nick, should've, I hear you. Um, I made a mistake, I made a it's mistake. It's okay, <laughs> it's okay boo, we, we can fix it later. I, I like go <laughs> though. I do like her, so maybe they should stay together. But yeah, on the DVR, it's, it's like the SOS music video, like the last like two minutes or last like minute, not a, what our music is, it's like four minutes long anyways, like last minute and it goes into high school musical. And I remember no. my brother did something wrong with the cassette and I remember trying to watch it one day when we like plugged up the old cassette player and it wouldn't work. It wouldn't oh, work. No. I was like broken hearted. I was like, no! It, it was Honestly. literally the worst day of my life, y'all. Like I have to Honestly. say. Honestly.
0: Like but I think for stuff. me, for me, the 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 equivalent to that was PVR, right? Which I think okay. is kind of like your your cable slash DVR where you guys can like record TV. Yes. So yes. Uh, we have DSTV, which I think is like our cable.
1: Okay. Cause we
0: have basic TV and then we've got DSTV, right? it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. whole, you can get different bouquets depending on how many episodes, I mean, how many channels you can afford. So we've always had DSTV premium. I was a DSTV premium kid, okay. Ooh. We never had DSTV compact, and I thank my parents for that. I <laughs> I, I, I thank my parents for that because they knew what was important in life, and what <laughs> was important in life was premium DSTV, the it premium package y'all. all the it way.
1: Was, that was what was it. That was it. <laughs>
0: exactly and you remember guys when you used to record on pvr and then someone would like delete your thing because there's no space like my parents would like sweep the the pvr because like they want to record the news or whatever and that would literally be that would literally be the worst day of my life because how dare you delete that so raven like how dare you why would you even think that
1: that's an option why would you make exactly. that an option?
0: Oh, that's oh. not an option. So I, I definitely agree with you, Naya. I, I really wish I miss old Disney and I mm-hmm. also miss old Nickelodeon. Oh my word! Yes! Cousin Skeeter, um, Unfabulous, Odd Parents,
1: Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. So we want a one like. Zoe oh my gosh, y'all! My whole childhood. My whole childhood. Drake and Josh, for that matter. I was also obsessed with. I think it was Drake. I think I was obsessed with Drake. Drake was the one I, I loved the most, but I love Josh's personality. I think I don't remember. I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, Victoria, so my favorite. Yes, Victoria, victorious. Yes, still yes, to victorious. The, song, the whole soundtrack. Yes, still listen. Still okay. Do. Well, I,
0: I I wasn't I wasn't a soundtrack baby, but I definitely loved uh victorious. <laughs> loved victorious, and that was like near the end of the good um Nickelodeon era. Days. I must say, it was amazing. Days. I oh. So I guess, yeah, to answer that question, we don't have like trends, trends. per se, but definitely like, j- definitely like just moments of our childhood that we just want to bring back.
1: <laughs> I just, What's I next can't now? even. What's next? <laughs> wow. We're powering through these guys. Oh, oh. On our first one, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm just like, there's not more? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Okay. Awesome. 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 okay my another ranter said places you want to live but haven't actually tried to get to haven't actually tried to get to you know what i don't know about
0: this question because listen i would love to live in london but i don't
1: necessarily know if i've tried to get there like you, like how do you try to get there i, I don't like, know I don't have know you put in means. the plans have you put in the plan you know like people are like no i want to move out of state i'm moving that is not a yeah. question like, like me i'm like i am moving out of michigan if it's the last thing yeah. i do that's not a question yeah. it's more a question well, of I mean, where and when not if yeah. yeah
0: well i mean uh maybe does applying for jobs count because i think i applied for like there's I a second part to like... it too so let's start we can do that okay cool so, yeah, like I think I, I, I've applied for certain residencies in other countries, hoping to be able to move for work because, like, I don't necessarily have family um, overseas. So, I wouldn't like be like, okay, cool, I wanna go and I'll make a plan and I'll stay with someone. Like, if I'm going overseas, I'm going because I'm working there or I'm going because I've been, you know, invited there, whatever. But uh, more locally, I would love to live in Cape Town, but Cape Town is very racist um, and very white. And um, yeah, I, uh, I I honestly I could never, <laughs> as, could much never. As, uh, as much as as much as the dream is very much alive.
1: I could never. I honestly could never. What about you, Um. So I think for me, I weirdly enough almost immediately said London. My hesitation about living in London, though, is it always rains. Yeah. Um, I it's just a whole thing. I, I am not big on rain. I need a place that's not too cold and not too hot. Like I really do live for our spring and falls. I'm a fall baby, but I don't think that necessarily yeah. is the reason why I am like this, but I just don't believe um, in doing that. Like I, I can't be like in the heat because then I get really irritated really fast. And then if I'm really cold, I get really sleepy. So that is my problem. Um, I think for me though, I think I would want to, sorry, got to clear my throat. I think I would want to move. I want to move down South or out West. I keep saying that I am moving out South, down South or out West, no matter what I do. I feel like Arizona, Nevada area is where I'm going. I know some people are like, really not in Vegas, you in Vegas. I don't know. I just feel like the heat is decent, the summertime is fine, and we can just make it happen. I'll make it happen. Um, I know the price of living is Mm -hmm. really a thing that people consider as well. I I don't know. I need to be more realistic with that, but I just am like, I'll find a place. Everything's going to fall into place. Everything else in my life lately has just fallen into place, so where I live will also fall into place, so let me not even fret about that.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I would only ever live in Cape Town outside of Joburg. I love Joburg. I really do. Like, especially for my career, there's no other place I should be going. I, I can't be going anywhere else but, you know, where where the money resides, you know. Period. So yeah, it's either Cape Town or Joburg yeah (laughs) but I would also I would love to live in in um in London I love gloomy weather but I also know that like in theory it sounds good and like actually living and actually having it depress you every day
1: is a whole other topic because seasonal Um, depression I feel like for me is really real like that's part of the reason why I'm trying to go somewhere more sunnier is because the sun is never out in Michigan unless it's like The summertime and it's really annoying and it's really frustrating and like I don't think I realized it until college but like the the weather really does affect me to no end it's just it's annoying it's like my whole mood everything just depends on like dressing and like is my hair cute how I feel type thing and if the weather is the thing that is forcing that to be bad I'm not here for it okay but here's the caveat here's the other part of that Mm -hmm. thing you want to do things you want to do that you haven't yet started to get done Mm -hmm. I have been saying for months I am going to finish my piano studies and become the next Mozart Mm -hmm.
0: and I have not
1: sat my behind down at the piano but once bought a whole music theory book and I haven't done it I also Mm -hmm. refound my old high school flute because I originally wanted to learn one instrument in every um, music group and I picked it up somewhat during quarantine, and I did get a lot better. Honestly, like my airway is so much better, my flow is great, but I can only play you hot cross buns. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can relate to that.
0: I, I've all for a long time. I can't tell you how many years I commit to reading more. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just say reading period because I don't read. You're, yeah, so you're amazing. not a reader. I'm definitely a reader. <laughs> Yeah. I read plays. I love to read plays. I can power through a play like any day, but like, I I can't do novels. I can't tell you what it is. I just can't read a book. I honestly, I just can't. plays are significantly
1: shorter though. So I will give you that. Like I read a play this weekend and I was like 60 pages. Oh, this is easy. I can do this. Yeah.
0: It's super quick. And also I'm very impatient. I don't, I don't like to read. It takes forever to get to the plot, get to the point. I'll watch the movie, I'll watch the movie, okay? That's (laughs) that for me. Like, I I don't really care what happens. And then also, I want to pick up tennis this year. That is something I'm definitely holding myself accountable to. I'm going to start at the end of the month when I have money to buy myself a racket. (laughs) I already found a club and I'm going to start with a friend. So hold me to that, guys, and ask me how it's going because I will learn how to play tennis.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. So the third question we actually are not ignoring this ranter. I promise you, we are not. The power of friendship breakups. We are not Oof. going to cover it today because we have no. a whole episode dedicated to it in the next few weeks. So hopefully shout you stay out tuned.
0: Sh- Yeah, shout out to Paul for that one. That was really a great one. But we yeah. girl. I was telling Naya before favorite. we started, before we started recording this one, I said, I'm about to bleed all over this podcast. Period. Okay. Period. I'm about to Let's bleed. Go. Okay. Because it's time. It's time to purge. It's time to talk about it.
1: (laughs) What's next? Uh, Okay. So my friends decided that they wanted to clown me um, on social media (laughs) and proceeded to say someone someone in my life, we're not going to have to give him a whole episode. We'll just say that me and this friend have had a tumultuous relationship. We are okay and fine and well. But all of my friends have heard a rant session, a personal (laughs) rant session about this individual. And I care very deeply about this individual or else there's no reason why I would be ranting about, I don't give people energy that I don't want to give energy and time to. And I'm learning to put people in categories for my sanity and we just gonna press forward. So that is what I will say on that. And I hope when my friends listen to this episode that they understand where your girl is coming from.
0: And for those of you who aren't Naya's friend and have no idea what the <laughs> hell she's talking about, uh, basically her friends were clowning her about uh, talking about uh, a certain person in her life. Zotini, um, so, so, how, how can I put it? Uh, basically, it is what it is. And that's what it, it is, that's, is. And
1: that's that. On it, that. Is. it is what it is. what it is. We already <laughs> did it. a whole episode on boys and we shall move on. Moving on. So. Moving on. Okay, last up for the day. Colorism in the US versus colorism in South Africa. It is a whole whole episode, whole topic, whole who ranting session alone. You go first because I think for our American listeners, they need to understand historical context as well.
0: Oof. I don't know. I do. I do think this one needs needs its own episode. But I mean, yeah. let's definitely touch on it. Yeah, let's, let's think, start um, the conversation. Yeah, we can we can we can dip our toes in. I think it's very similar to you guys, um, in the sense that, <clears throat> light skin privilege is a, definitely a thing, <laughs> and and um, I think uh, in 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 every geographical space where race has been. Um, a point of contention or suppression or oppression that will always be what it is because the yeah. closer you look to white the more ideal that 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 skin color or tone of skin is um, and then in South Africa you get a whole other dynamic of like black people and colored people and what is um, colored I for know those f-
1: people who don't know what colored is
0: Yes, yes. So for Americans, I know that's like, what colored people you that's a whole history, but like in we South Africa, we have Black a people culture. in America are
1: considered yes. colored, yeah.
0: Yes. But in South Africa, we have a whole cultural group of people who are, who identify as colored people. They have their own culture, their own food, their own music, beautiful group of people um who um I mean <laughs> it's a very packed history. But ideally, or like essentially, um, when 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 white people would rape black people or black women, sorry, and would have children who were mixed and were not necessarily white or necessarily black, um, that whole string of people or, or, or um, um, group of people who were kind of in between these two cultural groups. Then came together, formed their own families, um, and then you know, coloured people dated coloured people, made coloured babies, and made a whole community of their own. If that makes sense. So yes, yeah. the lineage is definitely black and white put together. But then that's now like generations later. Now they've become their own people, right? So there's a difference between being mixed race and being coloured. Coloured is as, as an as a definite identity and cultural group, whereas mixed people identify as both black and white and have those um influences and have been raised you know kind of in both contexts but colored people have their very own very rich context and culture so there's that there's that whole thing and then there's 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 a kinship a lot of americans don't
1: understand like when we when we say like like Tuli and I talk, but because I know the history of South Africa and like the, the different ethnic groups, um, it makes sense to me. But I feel like a lot of Black Americans don't wrap their minds around the fact of like, when someone we were talking about a social media post, and you were I remember you being so upset about the social media post because someone mm-hmm. had called the girl colored, and you were like, "Yeah, she's colored mm-hmm. to us. She is like straight." Ha-. Like Tully says that when I straighten my hair, I look like a, a colored girl because my hair is not yeah yeah category of like yeah. black girl hair, which is. I mean relatively true my grandmother was white on my dad's side so like well my great-grandmother on my dad's side so I actually have a lot closer of like white lineage than a lot of maybe some of my friends because it's like what two generations back now um whereas others might be like oh I have white in my blood from slavery I don't even know where that Mm. comes from whereas me I actually I guess I could pinpoint it a lot stronger I have a higher percentage but even still it's like Uh, in in South Africa you would see me as colored you wouldn't see me as black yes a variety of
0: I mean I know even my boyfriend says like, Naya looks colored. Like you, you really look like you're from like <laughs> Cape Town or something um, yeah. like you really do. And then like a lot of a lot of African-American girls I've seen on social media and on TV, the, 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 the texture of your hair, mm-hmm. the curl patterns of your hair, you don't find a lot of black people with that kind of curl pattern. Our hair is a lot coarser. Yeah.
1: It's a lot, um, I mean, even when a we lot, have like, I'm going off the college here, but like my friends who are, first generation like college students or like first generation uh not really immigrants like their parents immigrated here and now they live here as well right um just sorry I can't think of correct terminology right now but they their hair is very coarse compared to mine but they actually know how to do my hair or know how to style Mm -hmm. my hair because my hair is very thick my hair is extremely thick even for like a, a black girl like most black stylists here are like uh, your hair is so thick I don't exactly know how to like not damage it and that <laughs> bothers me to no end because I'm like what don't you understand um, but I mean I also think that speaks to the fact that like <laughs> white has been right for way too many centuries and we really got to stop normalizing that in beauty standards and health standards and all these other issues but that's a whole another issue um, but yeah, going back to the difference yeah, between like yeah. uh, white has been it? right
0: <laughs> white has been right in too many spaces in the world for way yep. too long. Yep. But what I was gonna say is there is there's a there's a kinship with with I think for me, I grew up around a lot of colored people and so there seems to be or it historically has been a kinship between like black people and colored people.
1: Yeah.
0: However, there are also spaces in South Africa where there's huge rivalries between blacks and coloured people because I guess um, so many groups of, of coloured people feel closer to the whiteness, and obviously that comes with the superiority that comes with you know turning a nose up to black people because there's a close there's you are closer to the whiteness than you are you know yeah. sometimes you know I think historically. Colored people were kind of just boxed in with black people. It was like,
1: yeah. it
0: was you were either white or you were non-white. You know, like apartheid times, there was no black, colored, Indian. It was just like white and non-white, right? And so, in the 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 the, the coming times after that, colored people saying we're claiming our identity, we're saying we're calling ourselves colored. We're not non-white, and we're also not black, which I totally understand. Yeah. But I think there are also spaces where it turns violent where it's like nah we are not you <laughs> we are better than you yeah so because I mean there's in a just lot a of lot spaces, like it is really like, packed
1: yeah in a lot of spaces I think being black is I hate to say it like this but if I say it I know you all will get what I mean like in a lot of spaces being black is the worst thing you could be right I mean there have been like studies that mm. it's almost like mm. white people being like if you could switch a day with the black person would you do it and most white people would never say yes to that because they know it, would even never. if it's, would never, mm. but even if it's quote unquote, subconscious the racism that they see every day, even they know they wouldn't want to be treated that way for you know their, their daily yeah. existence of life. And I think that's really messed up, but it's even worse when it's on a global standpoint. I mean, because just think about colonialism mm. and stuff. I mean, and also just kind of tying that into like the American perspective ours is also historical so like slavery wise the lighter you were Mm -hmm. the quote-unquote prettier you were and that was a way to put us against each other and rival the Mm -hmm. dark black people would Mm -hmm. work inside the fields and then the lighter black people will work inside the house and then it just it got worse of like okay Mm -hmm. you're the beauty standard because you're closer to whiteness it's not like this is a weird comparison Mm -hmm. it's not like you have the less probability of being abused and raped. Either way, but there was this idea, I guess, going back to the color idea of like, when you mess around with the, well, not mess around, when you rape someone who is lighter and fairer tone, your children are going to have more white features, right? So these, these mm. children now have a whole nother legacy of like, I'm black, but I could pass. And so now we have this whole ideology of mm. like, if I pass, I can get all of these political privileges. I can get these financial freedoms. And there are, there are tons of movies about it, like black people wanting to pass as white in order to get the privileges. And actually there's a whole book about a white man who does actually bleach yeah. his skin to portray a black man just to do it as a social experience. It's actually a real thing that someone did whole another issue, different time. Don't mm-hmm. have time for that right now, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, it's, It's crazy the way that things are treated. And I mean, going back to the dating space, it is very different when you are a dark-skinned Black girl versus a light-skinned Black girl. And what's interesting, I think for me personally, speaking to my own experience, is like, I don't consider myself dark. And when I was a kid, I was very light. And now I consider myself brown. Like, Mm -hmm. I just consider myself in like the middle. And it's very weird because given the day and the time, you might consider me like a light-skinned girl, but I don't see myself as light. And I for damn sure am not a dark-skinned girl. And my friends who are dark skin girls, like, I'm like, I don't know your struggle. Like, I don't know mm. what that's like, but I can only imagine from what I've seen and how guys talk about us, like, it's it, it's not fun. Like, it's not fun. Like the black-skinned women that I know, the dark-skinned black-skinned women that I know, even my aunts for that matter, are so freaking beautiful. And they're, they're oftentimes, undermined and not appreciated as much as the lighter skinned individuals like no matter like we still have that colorism today it's not political per se I might actually argue that it actually is I mean look at no it definitely is <laughs> look at and look at Barack Obama like there's a reason why our first black president was mixed and he was light-skinned and he given the you know the time and place you might wonder if he wasn't black but latino or um Mm. arabic or or indian like you there there's a world of possibilities when you just look at barack obama like honestly um he is racially ambiguous as we like Mm. to say um and he was the president of the united states but still got so many death threats so many Mm. so much crap no president has ever had to deal with half the crap that barack had to deal with and yet and still, he still wore it with grace. And there's books that he, he's written about himself of like, my dad was literally like, not like I'm Black and like, I know my ancestors come from Africa. Like he literally has a father who is an immigrant from an African mm-hmm. country. Okay, so and we say he's Black, he, he Black, Black. Okay, his, his generation is right there. Um, whereas his mother is a white skinned woman who fell in love with this man in college and didn't know exactly, like from where I am in his book, I'm reading his book, um, Stories of My Father or something like that. He, oh, it's right here on my next set. Dreams for My Father, there we go. Um, She didn't necessarily know how to raise a black man in black space, like in, in the world today. So he had to figure it out with people around him. And even he's fair skinned and going through that realization of like, okay, the people that I live with are white. My mother is white and I'm cracking all these jokes about white people, but I'm also talking about my family. And that is very complicated. Like that is a whole nother degree of things going on. Like that's colorism, racism, prejudice, history, all mashed into one and that's someone's life. Like we can talk about it all day, like from a theoretical standpoint and our personal experience, but like I think it gets more complicated when you put more people on the mic, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, I appreciate this question purely because it acknowledges that there is a history, you know, beyond an American history. And I think um, a lot of the times the world, because our world is very like, like we, get a lot of American television a lot of American influence and so I appreciate the question because I think it it gives space for a different history that isn't American
1: yeah. and
0: um the thing that I was telling you about months ago that upset me was that it uh, there was um an African-American public figure who yeah. was, was African American or Latino she I know I remember who um I don't know if she's Latin Latin American or she's African-American I don't know but she's an actress and yeah. she was in South Africa and she was particularly in Cape Town and she was recounting the story on Twitter about how a white person in in yes. Cape Town said yes. to her I
1: remember oh my that. word yeah.
0: wh- you look where are you from you look colored Yep. And she had gone on this rant on social media. She was like, so
1: offended,
0: y'all. She was so, so offended, offended, yes. And like, how dare he call me colored? And how dare he does he know what that means? Does he know what that the history is? And then yeah, South Africans chimed into the <laughs> <laughs> South Africans jumped into the conversation and they were like, yo we totally get your context and like if that was said to you in america whoa be, you pissed. Know, be pissed stop the police <laughs> but in south africa colored people are actually a group of people and there's nothing offensive about calling someone colored or asking if they are colored
1: um it's really not like the n-word y'all like i know yeah. like, we go straight to offense there but that's kind of the reason i mean that's the reason why i was like to please explain it like explain it to yeah. the people who don't know because yeah i think there is this You got to realize when you are somewhere else, and this is always something I tell my friends, when you are somewhere overseas, it is no longer about you. I know America has brainwashed us all to think that the world revolves around us, but the reality is people live around the world who have nothing to do with us, know nothing about us, do not care. I mean, as surprising as that might be the Surprising, world is not america <laughs> it's not the world is not america so the world is
0: not america so the context. Context. Yeah, we have a completely different context
1: recognize your context and recognize where you are and what their context is when you bring it to the conversation and while we're on it can i just say black americans can we please 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 stop referring to africa as a country Ooh. stop referring to africa as a country please i it mean she's context. from africa
0: She's from Africa. Where? Where Where? Where in Africa? Where in Africa? You know, I think there is so much to be spoken about. And I think Naya and I, our friendship really started on these kind of misconceptions about Africa. Misconceptions about, you know, what that looks like, what the diaspora looks like. And, you know, expectations around what it means to Unquote, unquote come back home oh, you know that's a whole time um, we
1: will actually do that in an episode I'm writing yeah, that somewhere on a note because need, I need to unpack that we need to unpack we that need, one.
0: we need to unpack that you know um and I think like I think it's so important like as you know for for African Americans to also understand that like some of the versions of Africa you guys um you know as uh, to or that the version of Africa or culture that you guys understand is not actually available in Africa. No. <laughs> you guys have created a, a brand of Africanness that really doesn't exist in Africa. No. Um so so I I say for example there's always
1: yeah like there's South always
0: <laughs> there's always this like um thing in a movie or on a tv show where there'll be an african character he's from nowhere particular but he's from africa and he has this very general <laughs> african accent and it's like that accent doesn't belong anywhere here it's not yeah. available here right but <laughs> Sorry, i think we not available <laughs> it's not available that version is not available it's not sold here <laughs> Sorry. and i think a lot of artists american artists have you know used african Um, imagery or patterns or Africanisms as tropes. And it's like, whoa, that is a very loaded um, and heavy topic that definitely needs to be unpacked in an episode on its own because I also know that I have not used correct terminology because I myself am not colored and don't know, you know, the particular specific history as much as I'm um, pretty... I understand it and I am South African, you know, it's just very sensitive identity, and race is all very sensitive and you want to give it the respect and sensitivity it deserves. deserves, Um, but yeah, so shout out to shout out to Shah for giving us that question and just giving South Africa room to have its own history, um, and not painting us with the same brush. I appreciate that so much because, because yeah, I've, I've experienced, you know, the, the, the other side of just assuming that every history is American history and it's not, it's not Um, fun it's not fun let me tell you at all at all so we're just going to get to the last part of today's uh conversation we really 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 wanted to make it a point to send love to the people who drop us a review on apple Podcasts. i mean those of you who send us uh comments um to us personally our friends i just want to read a few of them because you know, there, there's them. so many. There's so, so many. We're swimming. I'm joking. It's really not that many. It's like five, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still not gonna read all of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. somebody says, "I love, love, love this podcast. It reminds me of chats that I'd have with my girls back in varsity. Yeah. It feels like I know Tuli and Naya, and it's so nice to know that we're in the same. That we are the same, but also very different. I can't believe I have to wait an entire week for the next episode." <laughs> oh trust me
1: so are we we are very
0: so, so are we well. so <laughs> are we. i mean i have another friend of mine irene who said the same thing who was like yeah, yeah. i i can't wait for i can't wait you know a whole week for another episode uh, but you know what it is what it is we Sorry, are who guys. we are and uh just this last one who is from paul who, who asked us to talk about um friendship breakups yeah. she says you know the jingle on its own is a vibe uh, the period. podcast feels The podcast feels like being on a phone call with a couple of friends who are just a podcast away honestly this is so awesome I feel the podcast is going to be a powerful a wonderful way to explore our psychological dramas truly exploring that our perspectives are only a moment and that's okay for them to ch- and that it's okay for them to change as we transform a wonderful way to start 2021 cheers to this community Paul, thank you so much this Woo-hoo. is thank you honestly amazing um and our friends who send us messages like every week saying that they're listening
1: city i know
0: know you're listening to this at like 4 a.m i appreciate this (laughs) so much um thank you to everyone i mean there's just been so much love and so much support and also thank you for the suggestions don't stop feeling like you can give us suggestions for topics cuz we will use them and we, we will We will can and we shall. Okay, we shall. <laughs> we shall.
1: Um but yeah, that is really it from my side, naya What about you? Um on my end of the world, I have a friend who's obsessed with the way that you say front. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but on this set of things. Um the world is also very appreciative of our talks. Um they love the energy that we have, I I think my brother said the other day, he was like, just listening to you guys, you're like, you were born to do this. Like you were born oh, to wow. be on a mic and entertain and also just talk about what's going on. He then turned around and turned it into kind of an insult of being like, yeah, but when you hear your voice and like, we're alive, it's not as annoying. I don't know what happens. I'm <laughs> like, you jerk, but I still appreciate it. So thank you no, for that uh, tidbit. Um, a compliment mixed with an insult um but yeah so that's kind of what's going on on my end on my end everyone is loving it they are sharing it with friends they are trying to make the hype of the diaspora recognize that this is some real ish and everyone needs to hop on board um in the rant much community so
0: and they will, they will they will you know i think what's amazing about this is that it's a journey and nobody yeah. is trying to get to 50 million listens nobody is trying to get monetized tomorrow um, <laughs> we are literally just here to do the work and to you know we'll create community. And to journey with you guys. And yes. we're having so much fun doing that. And on that note. Oh, wait, I see.
1: have one more shout out to you. I just oh. found one, actually. I have I, A lot of my friends just text me and then we talk about other things. Um, okay. But... Uh, Tuli, one of my friends said, "I love that Tuli was fully like, I'm not a business owner. Like that is really <laughs> important to know," is what they said. So <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> you you are so welcome. And we are here to be real and honest and call ourselves out because that Amen. gives you guys the the vocabulary to do Okay, it but yourself. I wanted
1: to be noted that my friends are obsessed with Tuli. Like they love her, <laughs> and I'm like. It's also my podcast, too, guys. Like, hello. I'm also on the podcast. <laughs> hello. That nobody wants to talk about me. It's cool. It's fine. I, I want to take it personal. For the I mean, it's part.
0: okay. It's okay. You guys can love on me. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, a couple of your friends have followed me,
1: and I'm following True. them. So I mean, Same. we're friends now. <laughs> we're friends now. I'm like, this must be one of Tuli's friends, because uh, they're from South Africa. I'm just going to assume that that's how they follow Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> And you better follow back because those are my friends. Okay. Yeah, I follow yeah, all yeah, your, yeah. Well, I don't know if I followed all your friends back. I think I have. Um, yeah. Thank you so guys so much you guys for the love. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the love is reciprocated, man. It's reciprocated. It's and I can't right wait back, to come yeah. to Michigan Woo-hoo. and to meet you guys. Finally, like it's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. And Naya is also, I want Naya to come and spend a December in South Park, guys. Guys, Guys, that's we, my dream. Let's that's start a GoFundMe page so that Naya can come to Southern <laughs> for December because she doesn't understand what I December in looks like. She doesn't understand when I told her the country is closed in December. Guys, like,
1: that's not a thing here. You have
0: to work. I'm like, girl,
1: mm-hmm. working the, what's that
0: <laughs> from the 16th of December to like the second, third, fourth of Jan. It's festive season.
1: Bro, nobody is stressed time. over here in America. They're like, I got to get all my Christmas presents. But also, like, <laughs> I got to work nah. and these kids are home now. Like, nah, nah, we nah, don't nah, do nah. that here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't care about that. We need we need to get to the liquor stores before they close because they close <laughs> earlier in December.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's a mood for me over here. So maybe I, I definitely need to hop on that train this December because America no, you is not on on this tip. I need to be on nah. South Africa's tip, y'all.
0: And then I need to come to America when it's your summer like yes. when you guys are off as yes. well so this because winter happen. is not
1: cute that ain't it yeah okay you, yeah you no i'm not trying to summer. freeze
0: <laughs> i'm not trying to freeze i think south african winters are play play like
1: yeah we think they're they really cold are, but y'all. i don't they're
0: think really i don't think it's what's on your level okay uh, i don't think it's
1: michigan <laughs> people we're like burr it's cold when it's negative <laughs> one degrees like fahrenheit right y'all yeah. are like what is that even like? And I'm like, are you serious? You don't even know what it's like to be older than the temperature? Like, what the heck? Like, it's a whole thing. (laughs) No,
0: no, we don't, we don't. But anyways, as I say every week, guys, this is where we're gonna park it. We're just gonna park it we're gonna we're gonna parallel park it. We can even alley dock it. Where this is where we're gonna end it for for this week. I'm sure this episode is super long, and if you've made it here, congratulations you did that. and thank you. You did that. Bro. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for doing that for us, but mostly for yourself. Okay, because this was now. this was great. I'm sure it was great. I hope it was great. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next week on don't stop. Bye.
1: Bye to the TikTok, get em. Stop 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 to the TikTok, get em. Stop, 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 stop.